Here's Gourlami. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. Uh, my name is Ian. This is Paul Damien. And this is Kenny. Uh, this week we're talking about Memories of Murder. <laughs> uh, directed by Bong Joon-ho. Came out in 2003. Mm-hmm. This is a Korean film. I thought it was Bong Joon-ho's first movie, but Paul Damien just fucking schooled me and What's told up, me... Fool? Hell nah, homie. Get the get put some respect on that it's, name. It's his second film. It's his second full length film. Better go back mm-hmm. and get that GED in uh Bung John Ho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean uh that's what we're talking about this week. It's mm-hmm. starring what is his name? Kang Ho Song. Is yeah, that his name? I think you got that right on the yes. right yes. on the notes. Okay, but... who is also in Parasite, mm-hmm. Bong Jun Ho's most popular. And he's film. also and in the host. Right, yes. Yeah, no, yes. he's a constant collaborator with Bong Jun Ho. Gotcha. Um is he not in Snowpiercer? Um, probably not right i'm not sure this was i mean i've only ever seen parasite beyond now having watched memories of Same. murder they're the only yeah bong joon ho movies I yes have he is in uh Snowpiercer. that makes sense so, so wow he's uh, definitely his his go-to guy he must know? be like his not his muse but like his uh you know kind of how like his, tim burton yeah, uses the depth to his burton yeah, yeah whereas like <laughs> he is my stand-in yeah. for this kind of situation you the, know what i mean the wilson to his uh anderson <laughs> yeah the wilson brother to his and yeah no very true mr anderson uh, mr wilson Lizard shit. <laughs> but, uh, uh, the, yeah. honestly this is probably my favorite movie from him oh wow now. like okay it, it was previous to this it was the host um mm-hmm. i really did like parasite but mm-hmm. i still love the host um but this is my favorite movie from him Wow. Okay. Awesome. What were you going to say? No, something? I was going to say, yeah, this movie fucking rocks. Yeah. I think we all kind of felt that way yeah. walking away from it. And I, when we were going to watch it and I was looking into it a little bit, you know, they were like, you know, one of his early movies, mm-hmm. but what has now become a, you know, a cult classic is what right. they were calling mm-hmm. it. And I watched the first 30 minutes of this movie probably like three times before I finally was able to actually sit down commit. and commit to it. And that, the first 30 minutes of this movie is not a good representation yeah. of how good mm-hmm. this movie is. And so I was pr- a, l- a little worried. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, it was kind of uh, I s- deceptive. I started it with a friend and they were literally like, this movie feels like a low budget like cop show. Like something that would have been on like cable TV. And I was like, you're kind of right. And I, you know, there's just so much chaos I think in, in the but first few scenes. Is that not unlike Parasite? You know, no, you're absolutely right. And to see I feel it like now, that's by design, yeah, exactly. To see it now as a whole, the beginning is that chaotic for a reason. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because the but, main character is that chaotic. Exactly. So no, to it, I was a little worried, but to finally have gotten to sit down and watch mm-hmm. this whole movie, to, final scene, you're like, yeah, and yes, you're you're as awestruck and agape as you know our main Just character, jaw Detective on the ground. Park. Yeah, it is. You oh, know, fuck, dude. This movie's great, and yeah. it it. To get a movie like this that doesn't give you the thing that every other movie built like this would uh, mm-hmm. is just such a satisfying, you know, uh, deviation from what would, you know, normally be just a detective murder drama. Yeah, you know, for sure. This movie really blew me away uh, in being something that I can't believe isn't more 
relevant. Talked about. Yeah, talked about. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure it is mm. in maybe other circles, the but right it's crazy circles, yeah. that like I no one I talked to had ever heard of this no, movie before. No offense to cinephiles, mm. but I find them for the most part pretentious, unapproachable. And it's because of films like this where I'm like, yeah, this movie fucking rocks. And they're yeah. like, actually, it rules. And I'll tell you why in my three hour video essay on YouTube. You know what I mean? In like, that monotone as voice. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. In, in today's video on Memories of a Murder by Bong Jun ho Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. I will slowly eat your soul through my monotone voice. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, this movie. It was daunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I saw the runtime and I had only seen screenshots of it and it was mostly fields, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be too contemplative for me, maybe. You know, and it's very much not. It, there's so much weird baked in humor that it, I guess is just bongs like fucking like trademark mm-hmm. at this point because it's it's crazy how much I was laughing at this movie, especially mm-hmm. the first half of it. Um Another thing I want to mention right here at the top is the score is fucking oh God, incredible. Yes. I was like floored by how anytime a score can use a grand piano, just like as like little flourishes, I'm I'm all in. I'm bought in. And it starts from the moment the movie starts, you know, from yes. the scene over the boy in the, mm-hmm. you know, the the uh, wheat field i guess it's not wheat but it's uh something else even it field either way you know that the music's so calming and melodic and uh, builds us into this gorgeous scenery that you know starts the movie off so that everything afterwards just feels so much more gritty and raw you know when it starts off so beautiful and yellow you know can i read the imdb synopsis yes Mm -hmm. okay in a small korean province in 1986 two detectives struggling with the case of multiple young women being found raped and murdered by an unknown culprit um i feel like i read that wrong i feel like i read that where i was and then you know like oh, there was, yeah. should have been more yeah like where the period period was it was supposed to be a comma regardless it that perfectly explains Absolutely. what this movie is mm-hmm. um and i like that a lot of this was kind of like city mouse country mouse mm-hmm. and it's it, very like uh yes well and i would argue it's very like spiritual versus science in that same oh, way yeah. too where it's like the you know the the magical side mm-hmm. of things versus like the technical yeah. side of things. You know, and which you think you're stronger in because that's really where our two characters start off. And it's amazing how this movie they flip flop flips them. Yes, it flips no, the strip dude, on them so perfectly halfway through. Something that I really wanted to talk about was something you kind of touched on earlier was that this movie does a really good job of not giving you what you seek. Mm-hmm. You know, so towards at the end of the movie, you don't get the resolution you've been trying to fucking wait for this yeah. whole movie. And so it's it's kind of upsetting, but at the same time, they give you a completely different resolution, a character resolution. Mm-hmm. And then they take that away from you. Yeah. <laughs> like, almost immediately. And I thought the way he, he did that in the movie yeah. was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Like, you motherfucker, give me another movie. <laughs> like, uh, holy shit. They, it was awesome. Like so it. let's let's stop talking about the grand. Let's get back into the little. <laughs> the first 
finding of the first body. It, there's kids running around. It's chaos, like right. you were saying. And it's almost like with every finding of every body, it gets more chaotic mm-hmm. and insane. Um, I really like how the the beginning portions of this movie, the, maybe the first fourth, really paints uh, Detective Park, uh, kind of our focal mm-hmm. guy, um, as the lead. Like mm-hmm. he is really on top of his shit. He's like, don't run over the, or watch out for the the footprint. You know, yeah. he's like really trying to take this seriously. When in this small like province, that no one takes anything seriously. Yeah, They've okay. never had anything like this. They're before. like walking around them. the crime yeah, scene, ruining yeah. the crime scenes. The kids fucking around. Yeah. in the first one, it's as, it's like as juvenile as the story is. Mm-hmm. Everybody we're kind of witnessing. You know, and it's crazy because when we get introduced to the city. Uh, detective mm-hmm. later on, uh, Detective So, mm-hmm. he it's almost like it's leagues on top of leagues of like who's taking this more seriously. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how did you guys feel about uh, first of all Detective Park as our kind of focal guy? Did you were you like is this guy a dunce? What what what? what how are you feeling? I mean, I think they mm-hmm. kind of paint him as not necessarily like a dirty cop, but one that'll just do what he needs to 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 finish the to case. finish the case and get it done. You know, get that criminal put away, whether they're truly the right one or not. But I think that's where this movie once again, you know, get he does such a good job of making you think one thing and mm-hmm. you know and giving you another. And the you know our first experiences where they're you know dealing with Guang Ho and we're you know they're just convinced he is the villain and yeah. we're seeing all of these crooked things they do to like put someone away to frame him which i think much. is insane i guess back in the 80s they would do live reenactments of the murder <laughs> with know. who they thought the culprit was and that's that's something i completely didn't recognize at first that yeah. this movie's in the fucking 80s yeah so it takes place the, in one year in the 80s this yeah. takes this all takes place in one year that's crazy um but yeah no i mean the reenactment is like what the fuck is happening <laughs> when okay real quick I, I, I was super confused. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So this movie is um, uh, displaced from us culturally a few times. Yeah. Not only yeah. is it displaced okay. from the year 2021 by being in the year 2003, but it's displaced because it's Korean, and then it also takes place in, in the, Korea in the 80s. 80s. Yeah. So they use the word retarded. And so when they kept using that word, I was like, oh, this is just a different time. I have to just uh, uh, like mm-hmm. roll with it. This is probably what they would say. Yeah. You know, and also they're not American. We, we, we have fixated we have, on, on other words yeah. to make them more demonic than they actually are in yeah. a lot of cultures. I don't want to say we're demonizing that word, but we've no, right. recognized that it's not an appropriate word right. a little quicker yeah. over here, you know? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> then it like flash cuts to the one, I guess one of the cops dressing up as a woman to, mm-hmm. for the reenactment. I was like, where is this going to fucking go now? I, yeah. I was ready for this to hit all the bad points. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Just we're hitting rock bottom and we're hitting everything on the way down. And so I think, you know, from the instant we're, Introduced to Detective So, he's meant to be like the sane yes. character for us to follow. Yes, where right. I think we're always meant to see him, or from the beginning, as like Detective Park and Show, obviously being the or the crazier, you mm-hmm. know, like and once again not dirty, but more like do uh, what they need, do to, what they to need to cops. The where he is the science based, like no, we need to actually solve these crimes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do it through technicality. And you know, he says it so many times: documentation doesn't lie. That's his whole thing. Is like paperwork and paper trails are how you. Solve crimes right. you know um and you know of course he's the Crazy. much more 
like respectful one. He mm-hmm. treats the sergeants better. He treats mm-hmm. Officer Quan, who's the female officer they work with, way better than the mm-hmm. other guys do. I was fucking pissed when they were like handing her their coffee cup and shit. I was like, who? Like, <laughs> she's an officer. She's, she's not, a fucking yeah, cop. She's, she's not your yeah. fucking server. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like what the hell? <laughs> she had like a great lead, you know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> This is very true. And so they They're do morons. they do a fantastic job painting them as country right. country bumpkins though, yes. which is how I guess you know, I, I have to believe that Bong Joon Ho was very conscious of how people in, you know, Korea at this time were. You know yeah. what I mean? And so he they, these have to have been people he either kinda knew like or grew up just with, yeah, you know, yeah, or was you know, very aware of somehow. or very aware of how these people would have you know been so different coming from the, what's I, I one thing i love they talked about in this is when they were comparing like why america needs the fbi mm-hmm. versus korea not needing yeah. stuff like that and it's because he's like fucking america's huge yeah you couldn't you couldn't fly you could drive <laughs> through the whole thing but we i could walk yeah. this yeah. entire place i love the comparison he makes he's like you know it's because korea is the size of my dick yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, we're tiny yeah. we don't need all that extra shit you know and then one thing that blew me away is like them not having guns really you know yeah. like we see one gun in an entire detective drama yeah that's fucking insane any american detective drama would be fucking shootouts yep. or like gun you know fucking <laughs> yeah, the uh, way you're mexican doing stand-ups, it you right know? now just makes me stand-ups. feel like it's like a why well, i said mexican <laughs> oh, i thought you were saying stand what is is it stand-up yeah stand like comedy stand-up stand-up mexican comedy stand-up <laughs> <laughs> but the way you were doing it just made me feel like you're um in like a shitty cowboy movie, you're like, hee-haw. <laughs> shitty detective, you know? And my favorite... Uh, I'm in Miami Vice over here. My favorite uh, Mexican standoff is George Lopez. <laughs> I actually don't care for George I Lopez. I fucking hate George Lopez. <laughs> Talk about Go being ahead. Mexican standoffish. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Um, uh, no, yeah, you're right. Like, it... It just it shows that so is uh, detective so is just so much more on, in tune with what the proper procedures are mm-hmm. compared to these countrymen. That and even the fact that he can read English is something mm, that yeah, shows exactly. that he's yes. obviously just more educated and mm-hmm. you know much more on the side of like the once again like the educated side of things you know right. the the bookwork side of it all you know and I have to believe that he is probably the better detective in that way that he's probably actually solved many more crimes in his career than but they the little girl even asks him like does this does this happen in seoul maybe it wasn't even the little girl it was maybe one of the other I think detectives it was Doc, detective park as yeah. does this happen a lot in seoul and, and he's, he's like, like never, never. Yeah. and it's like damn that means that this guy's that fucking good that even though this is probably like his big mm-hmm. fucking first big murder mystery like he's working it well i think this was yeah. meant to be like their first serial killer mm-hmm. in korea this was like the first time they'd ever even seen this is based this. off of true events mm-hmm. i was gonna get into that yeah, yeah. this is all based oh, on okay. a, a real thing that happened and at the time of this movie they still hadn't even figured it figured out. out who the killer was this is so which Korea's is like a Zodiac. soft which is like a soft reason the end is the way it is but we'll get so there this in a could also just be something that bong joon ho lives through as well like not <laughs> yeah. Just like I mean, yeah through, he was like through yeah. the media yeah, yeah. Uh, That's very true. He was alive around that time, so he he probably heard about this plenty of times. Absolutely. You know? No, I think it, it's intentionally based on those yeah. murders, you know. Um, but now they know who are they at least blamed it on the guy they believe did it you know right yeah um so but yeah i thought um, that's kind of that i think that's the best kind of storytelling is when it's you know steeped in reality why oh are you gonna go look it up yeah i want to look it okay, up okay no. that's fine no um fine. let's talk about the first of the three culprits mm-hmm. that 
There's a lot of similarities, Paul Damien, is the interesting thing. Like, they, Mm -hmm. you can tell how much the movie's based on it. Oh, you you actually did a lot of research in it? Yeah, there's, I watched a YouTube video that talked about the (laughs) the comparisons between that and the, yeah, they even call him the Korean Zodiac Killer. Holy shit. There's also a video on YouTube, guys, called The Beauty of Memories of Murder. And I highly recommend just watching it because it's just all the beautiful cinematic in the movie put to the song you like so much. And it's a great video. Well, I like all the fucking songs in this fucking movie. Um, there's one, it's, it's a great video to watch. Let me, let me, mention this one song there's one track off of the mm-hmm. off of this movie off of the official soundtrack can you play it like yeah let me snippet, snipple it for us um, let me pull it up sample that shit real quick mm-hmm. uh, i might be butchering his name mm-hmm. okay go ahead but the uh killer his name was lee chun jay yeah that uh, lee that was the actual killer and he was like in his he had just gotten out of the military was in his younger 20s at mm-hmm. the time the murders took place had just moved to like that area the area that killings happen so it, it is the character in the movie then exactly i mean exactly yeah. park uh hyun gyu i guess is how we uh say oh, the character um is meant to look very similar to the actual killer they eventually convicted but that wasn't until like 2005 yeah and so, at that point it, it. it had been too many years i forget yeah. what it's called but it had been too many years since the, the, statute, the, the statute, of limitations. Yeah, statute of limitations stopped them yeah. from being able to actually convict him one of, time of the four and there was 14 murders mm-hmm. in total one time i went to new york and saw the statute of limitations oh was it cool i hate you <laughs> Isn't it green? That it's, is not something. It's just this about. big green woman, and I was like, "Okay, well, there no, she is." Statue of Liberty. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> God damn it! That's okay, sick. so this is my favorite you might song. Might have seen She-Hulk. And it's when they're, they're in the chasing. quarry. It's specifically the fact that oh. it's this fucking huge drums, and they they just sprinkle in grand piano. I'm like, dude, I fucking love this song. <laughs> and it's when they're looking for the masturbator. Yeah, they're in the it. quarry, just like it's slow motion. They're all turning around and looking for the guy. Um, but we're jumping around way too much. Let's talk it's about okay. the first guy, because there's some points I want to talk about with him. With Guang Ho? Yes. So the, the mentally handicapped boy, who is the son of, I guess, the one restaurant in town mm-hmm. uh, yeah. owner, <laughs> Um they want to pin it on him because they've heard rumors that he follows one of the murdered girls around. The second murdered girl. Yeah. Right. And I thought that that was pretty interesting because it plays so well into the rest of this movie so mm-hmm. so well. But anyways, um, one thing leads to another thing. And so they take him and they try to beat him. And that's where we see Detective Cho using the shower cap on his boot. Yes. On his Doc Martens. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that that was already hilarious. But it's not until we get to the second victim, or not victim, but suspect, mm-hmm. that it, the, there's a scene where they're interrogating him, and it perfectly ends with them looking through the window through to and the interrogation booth, and you just see his boot go up onto the table and putting on the shower cap like he's ready to start doing the same so, fucking shit again. I laughed for like 20 minutes. I'm not even kidding. I had to pause the movie. I was laughing so fucking hard. I love that 90% of that character's dialogue is kicks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I really enjoyed the fact like right after he does that the first time mm-hmm. that they're outside talking to like the captain or something and they're, they're like basically like you didn't like torture him right? Yeah. And he's like no of course not and then he just like takes it. Yeah. Ah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy how fucking funny this movie yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Just like Parasite. Just like and Parasite. It's, and it's humor that's not 
I mean, it's obviously intentional, but it's not blatant. You know, right. I mean? it's mm. so peppered into it's baked in. and it's baked into something that's so serious at the same mm. time that you it's like a conflicted laugh, but in the best kind of way where you're like, this is so funny because it's so fucked up, you yeah. know? And uh, I think that's an, like, such an insanely difficult area of comedy to like it's get to get right yeah, yeah without either really offending people or just like dropping the ball on it and it's like you know yeah <laughs> so. so during this whole portion where they're obviously trying to pin it on the mentally handicapped mm-hmm. boy mm-hmm. there was a moment where oh Ooh, the movie cool. played a nice mystery on me and it's how the boy knew so much about or at least was able to cook up oh i called it man Oh, you did. So, what? So, talk on this. What do you mean you called it? Well, like, as soon as he started describing it, I was just paying attention. I catch on context clues a lot. So, yeah. everything he said sounded like he had seen it. Like, so, you I had, was convinced had it was seen scripted. it happening. Oh, so you had. Oh, really? I, fell, I fell for the trick. I will say you that. You thought that they had. Because that's what well, Detective So believed. And they, it was rehearsed. And it's, yeah. they do such a good job because when he's like, how should I know? And they're like, oh, mm. you were doing so good. That's such a line of not so much like, oh, you were finally telling us the truth so much as like you were telling us you were You're, doing the lines you were just feeding right. Us right what yeah. we wanted yeah. and now you fucked it up you know and so i i completely fell for the truth well that you know? especially made me question that he was the killer even more i was like oh no like how would he know unless he was the killer see so, like, i didn't him saying that just shows i was a million miles away in like three thousand different directions i was just like how the fuck does he know, but not know? How was he able to cook up such a beautiful thing? I thought it was a, a mis- vivid, I thought it was yeah. a misstep in writing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like Bong Joon Ho thought it would be funny if like somehow the mentally handicapped just kid was able to right. just no, not even get it right, but just like fantasize about it, and then ah ha ha, he was just fucking around. You know what I mean? Right. I was like, because this movie does such a good job of not letting you know like what is humor sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. And so, I don't know, it just, I, I didn't know where to go with it. Well, and I couldn't believe that they were willing, because at this point, I was com- convinced that they were, you know, staging this, him. well, staging this kid's Yeah, feeding him the information, yeah. 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 And so, I was, like, blown away they were willing to do it so blatantly in front of Detective So, who right. just showed up from Seoul, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they're like, this is just how we do shit here. We make, we make evidence here, because from the first the ride, footprint. the first ride home, we see him a fake and different footprint, and it's like, sitting right there in the car he sees you take (laughs) the picture after the fact like what the fuck and so i yeah exactly this movie makes it very made incredibly confusing what to believe Mm -hmm. you know very early on and that's why like exactly that's what i saw several times before actually watching the movie so you know i think i got up to essentially just after you know these scenes and had to keep stopping i was like i don't know how the hell is where this movie's gonna go (laughs) you know I, I really enjoyed where he's trying to, like, I guess, make up to um, Kwang Ho, which we didn't actually mention. But in the movie, whenever we kept watching in the subtitles, it said Kwang Ho. Mm-hmm. But you said on IMDb, it says Guan Ho. Pretty much anywhere else I looked, yeah, it was <laughs> okay. with a G. So, so we're, I, I'm, that's I'm gonna probably call him it. Kwang. Yeah. You, okay. th- you think it's G? I think it's G and the Hulu just got the subtitles wrong. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, But I like when he's trying to... Uh, doc- Detective Park is trying mm-hmm. to like apologize and he gets in the shoes. Dude, and one of my favorite jokes. He's like, I got him Nikes. And then <laughs> he spells it out. <laughs> yeah, Detective <laughs> nice. So is like, this is 
These are nice. (laughs) I think one of them spells it out. He's like, N-I-C-E. And he's like, it's not Nike. It's nice. You know, just. He's like, you're going to apologize. You could at least give him the real thing. (laughs) And he's just like, shut up. Like, you're ruining everything. (laughs) It made me want a pair of nice shoes. I'm not going to lie. I, have I want nice fake Nikes shoes. pretty bad. <laughs> That's nice, specifically. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll have my mom Not likeies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Lizard shit! Fuck! <laughs> that was my mom. <laughs> that was your mom. Um, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the beginning portion of this movie is far funnier than the second half. Absolutely. Oh, dude, it gets serious quick. No, dude, for sure it gets serious quick. Um, I love that by the time the new general shows up, what is his name? Sergeant Shin. He Mm -hmm. is asking for like a sit rep, like give Mm -hmm. me everything you guys know. And that's when Detective So lays it on to the other detectives like, oh, homie. I've been, not, I've been doing work this whole time. Yeah, and not two murders. There's a third. We just haven't found it yet. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? What a fucking dope ass twist to drop for this character. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's this movie is, it doesn't know who to paint as the protagonist. And so it just paints them all in mysteries. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Well, and I love that scene because I was getting a little frustrated in the fact that he was just kind of like, playing passenger to all of mm-hmm. these fucked up things and we see yeah. him like check the webbed hands and kind of argue against the the reenactment and stuff right. but he's not really doing anything of use so when you finally get to that scene where he's like bro i've been paying attention <laughs> the whole time i fucking <laughs> loved it because i was really rooting for him to obviously be yeah. like our secret protagonist you yeah know what i mean the one that actually was gonna or at least the solve one that all solved this it, shit yeah, yeah. i was Kind of trying to be like, dude, what if he's actually the killer? That's and the other thing. thing. I, I agree yeah. with you. But at the same time, there's like times that he's not around yeah. with yeah. the other detectives who are obviously much closer with each other. So they're going to be around each other more. But it was like, where where is he right now? What was he doing when the, yeah. when the, <laughs> the murder happened? His first introduction. Mm-hmm. A woman believes him to be the murderer. Mm-hmm. She They fucking tumble down into the fucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Completely yeah. forgot. Yeah, because. I fucking love Detective Park's reaction to it, which is a fucking double. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> dude, they do drop kicks so yeah. much in this fucking movie. But he it's does so a double good. foot drop kick <laughs> off a fucking slope. So what the fuck are you doing? It's like, how can a detective be such a bad fighter? It was badass. Oh, it I, I mean, badass. can you call him a bad fighter? He landed that drop kick pretty dude, good. I. It's so fucking funny that he's just throwing drop kicks. Yeah. I fucking love it. There's so many seeds planted in that mm-hmm. first yeah. 30 minutes of this movie. And exactly, you know, it's that's such a good example of one of us. If even for us, that's not, you know, we don't know what to believe is, is he the villain? Mm-hmm. You know, but the same one is, you know, Detective Park supposedly having the shaman power of right. just being able to yeah. look at someone and know if they're bad or not. And I love that first I love scene. That. We I love that we get that scene where he's like, one of those guys is a rapist and one of them is the brother that dragged him in, which is it. I like that we don't get his answer and yeah. we ourselves have to kind of look That's at That's kind of like foreshadowing to the movie absolutely. that they're not going to give you a resolution to Absolutely. Oh, you know, God. another fucking seed planted. That's just so fucking smart. So this movie has like a whole different kind of payoff that's like yes. not necessarily satisfying. But you're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, by the end of it, you know? Yeah, for sure. But, oh, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll finish talking about memories of murder. Lizard shit! <laughs> Fuck! Hey guys, my name's Peter, and I make poisons. So come on down to Peter's Poisons. We got all the best poisons. You guys want to kill some bugs? I got bug poison. You guys want to kill some ducks? I got duck poison. 
anything, rats, um, cats. Just to prove that I got the greatest poisons, let me go ahead and start off with this beautiful poison uh, scent, this uh, sound. Ready to get your poison mind blown? I breathe, uh, okay. I just, um, so so come on (coughs) down to Peter's poisons. Um, <coughs> um, where we got all the mm, uh, mm, poisons for every um, situation. <coughs> okay, and we're back. Um, all right, and we're talking about memories, memories of, of a murder, murder by uh, <laughs> Boom Jong Ho. I will see you there. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so yeah, it's a pretty good movie. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and that fucking second half, basically everything after we find out the song is the trigger. I feel like this movie oh, like right. really fucking it, escalates oh, dude, yeah. because rails. then it's like every time because I feel like the rain was already such a thing, but then it's mm. like when we hear the song, it's like fuck, and we get that scene where they like run to the window mm-hmm. and he holds his hand out and it's raining. And it's like oh yeah no you know mm-hmm. um and the and well in the scene where we actually get to see the woman abducted right was fucking oh, scary gosh. for me and i don't know if y'all noticed wasn't it, like, it a, is it's the child though right it's the that? youngest woman that we actually get to see no abducted. that's no, that's, no. Well, that's oh later you know on what you're right i'm talking about the first abduction okay. where she tries to like sprint towards the factory yes, and he like runs fuck. in front of her yeah but we see him pop up in the background when yes. she turns around and we did anyone that, try to pause it and see who it was I did in that moment. I don't think oh, we were ever met. No. Oh, when he like sprints at her. Yeah. No, and I, I I went back a couple of times, but I didn't. I didn't tell. I, I didn't, didn't even tell. think we to had, do that because we hadn't you know, been introduced to the character yet. Well, that's the thing. Oh, well, even if it was that actor, um, even if we did pause it, or even I didn't. I didn't want to pause it because mm-hmm. I thought this movie would have told us. Yeah. So oh, you know what? Enough. I was like, I don't care. I want to see how it gets resolved, and I didn't even think to go back and pause it and see if we can see who it is in yeah. that moment. Interesting. interesting yeah well anyway go on but you, yeah the first night that she was abducted you know, or the first time we see someone it does abducted. such a good job of the horror element mm-hmm. in those moments of like really you know feeling the fear of like yeah being stalked in this and it does a good job of showing how the technology in korea at the time even in these instances wasn't really that great yeah so you know there was no real safety net in these kind mm. of situations it was very you know especially here in the boondocks you know there's yeah there's no real there's not f- a lot of phones you know it's only landlines we ever really get to see you know I mean, it's also well, the, obviously 80s. the 80s yeah, yeah. But i'm saying they're, they're few and far between i guess is even my point there's yes, not a lot exactly. of them you know um same thing with the gun we see one gun in this yes. entire movie which means this it's a very unarmed country you know and so we know you know strangulation is obviously the murder choice because it's probably the most you know like effective thing he has at yeah. hand you know yeah. to do i like that there was in that one scene when it was raining and we do see the first uh we first get to see the schoolgirls. Mm-hmm. there's like a nice little station to like hide out at it's like a little safe space mm-hmm. i thought that was fucking cool i was like out here where there's not a lot in between the like you were saying the fields the boons mm-hmm. it would be cool that they have that you like, know for like a park ranger or something like that you or know or like for emergencies exactly, exactly. if it starts raining real hard it may be just get away. really sad that one of those little girls was mm-hmm. the yeah. last victim in the movie well and that scene plays such a game with your heart of 
you know, getting to choose between one bad option or another, you know, in yeah. that moment. Oh so. my God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the second, uh, suspect, the masturbator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the most, one of my only semi pet peeves with this movie, oh. which is just that it's incredibly convenient. He walked up to that exact well spot. He talks do, about it, which is that he can't get off on porn anymore. Yeah. But I mean, like, that exact spot where all of our characters were standing before it almost that's felt where the murder that's where she, he wants to jack off to the idea of the strangled murder yeah. woman that's how gone this guy a guy is sexually they that's only that's what he has to do to get off now and i mean of course we see that like he can't jack off at home because he's got kids and he can't have sex because he's got a permanently sick wife yeah. so it's like this is what he's resulted to you know what i mean you should just cut it off well, I'm, all I'm trying to say is like uh, it's it, it, it's an it's addiction. Yeah, there. it's no, an okay. addiction, and uh, it's driven up to this point, much like most addictions mm-hmm. do. You know, um, so I, I thought it was pretty believable that he would that would end up happening. And that scene also plays with the same effect. If we see Detective yes. So pop up in the background as he's yeah. looking at Park and Cho, and then he drops down, and we yeah. see our characters pop up. Yeah. And I just love that multi-dimensional yeah. yeah cinematography where there's mm. so many layers to be paying attention to like that and as long as you are paying attention you get those little nuances of like the whoop and, yeah. <laughs> and popping up out of the field you know but they end up torturing this guy to the point where he admits that he did it mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's like they just did that with the mentally handicapped mm-hmm. guy it's almost like it's trying to underline an issue with the cops at the time. And I think that's definitely an issue that was being presented is like how chaotic the military and police forces were. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like Korea that, in the eighties, that's still an issue even today, like For sure. in like even our society, yep. you know, here in the U S like that, I that shit happens all the time. I can't tell you how cops, many crimes I don't do anything admitted. wrong. Uh, what are you talking about? Right. I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Maybe not a super cop. I wanted to do my good joke, which it? was <laughs> that I can't, I, I can't even tell you how many times I've committed or I've admitted to crimes I didn't do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made it funny. Damn. That was a good joke, that man. Good joke. I feel like a real George Lopez over here. There you go. Oh, um, you hate yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, I mean, yeah, so... Uh, it's interesting to see that... Exactly. And so uh, once we're seeing this happen again to mm-hmm. the second character, that would just mm-hmm. convince me even more so that to believe that everything initially was just... A ruse. A ruse. You know, yeah, it was obviously gotcha. them just trying to plant their killer. And if it wasn't for the stupid city cop, they, there would have been no investigation yep. beyond Guangho. You know what I mean? Until other bodies showed up and then it would have been like a, oh well i guess we have a copycat killer yeah. you know like yeah. they would have just made excuses and be like no he's still guilty like yeah. there would have never been he would have never gotten away if it wasn't for detective so you know i, yeah. I can believe um, that yeah the one thing I liked about the masturbator beyond just the chase scene mm-hmm. is I liked that it basically I to ta- yeah gave... talk about the chase scene. But well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, let's talk on the chase scene. A little bit then. <laughs> it was incredible. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Well, and, and, no, that's fine. And I like that moment where he they have to choose different paths. And yeah. He like runs past the kids and then comes back and he's like, "Someone run this way," and they're like, "No," and he's like, "Fuck," yeah. and then he goes back the direction and. What drove me nuts is I felt like they were getting in each other's way so yeah, much. Yeah, because they were slowing them. each other yeah. down. Because they're believe, like, I want to do it. No, I, I had to believe he was the fastest of them. And he stayed behind the other two like the entire time until they split off. And Who were you pointing at? Just so? Oh, for Detective our, our so. listeners. Yeah. Detective So, yeah. <laughs> 
I, I, City Boy was my guy. You know what I mean? I was like yeah. rooting for him the whole movie, and I wanted him to be the one to succeed at most times. So if that's anything, funny. I was oh bummed that you know he's the one that kind of loosens. Yeah, that detective Park. Yeah. Well, he becomes detective. What we see of Detective Park at the beginning—that's yeah. what detective so eventually becomes he evolves into yeah, and de- then devolves into yeah and then True. same thing with park he kind of becomes evolves into detective so i was I on like, park side the whole time i, I like that he gets that moment where he gets to use his shaman power and mm-hmm. kind of convince everybody that he can just see Dude, a bad scene because of the the fucking music and because of the slow motion I was on the edge of my seat, not because I was like, are they going to get the guy? But just because it was the most enthralling I'd ever been in a movie in a very long time. I was just like all in it. And the the music really fucking helped because the fucking, it was like panicked drums with like just little flourishes of like a little like, in the background there's like a little jazz horn and just little flourishes of the grand piano and just a little bit of strings. And I'm Mm. like, holy shit, this fucking moment is momentous. Mm -hmm. And I... I just love it. Kind of the opposite <laughs> of There Will Be Blood, which was just such off-puttingly <laughs> yeah. loud music. This is like music that fits the scene yeah. so well in the way that it gives you the emotions is exactly trying to, to land in it. So, um, But yeah, they catch him. They, they fucking catch him. They beat him. They beat him. Convince him that he did it. Convince him he did it. And then what was the damning proof that... He wasn't the yeah. killer? Does anyone remember? Fuck. Did they find... They didn't find another body... Oh, soft hands. He worked yes. at the quarry. And so there is, there's a, there's someone that lived. Yeah, there's a li- surviving victim. And the way she says she survived was by ne- not look looking at, at his face. She intentionally didn't look at him. So there was a survivor, yeah. And Detective So did his job. And the one good thing she, or the one piece of information she truly has to give is that the killer had soft boy hands. Mm-hmm. Almost like a yeah. like a, well, a female. And what I'll even say to that is that we get the ridiculous theory from D- Detective Park that it, there's no hair because it's a hairless man. <laughs> He's like, it's a monk. Yeah. It's got to be a monk. But the idea of like a younger guy who's maybe not as hairy <laughs> because of youth, you know what I mean, would kind of equally play into that. And then he just he... doesn't have as much to lose, you know. Yeah. And then he goes to the bathhouses and just watching yeah. <laughs> everybody walk by and there's like a little kid oh, and he God, stares yeah. and he's like, that could be the killer. <laughs> Like, you could see it in his face, dude. He's like, is it him? (laughs) It's so fucking good. Which, there's... (laughs) And the lead up to it where he's like, how do you do detective work? Do you just go around and look at everyone's... Yeah. Yeah. Look at everyone naked and then the scene leads into... And then you find out later when he's talking about it that he, like, took a bath, like, four times. Yeah, he was taking a bath in there just checking out everyone's junk all day. (laughs) Oh, man, that's so good. Oh. And then there's that part where he um, also feels up on Dr. Cho. He's like, hey, are you hard? No. <laughs> He's like, oh. Yep, I That's remember. That's Dr. Cho, Detective Cho. Yeah, Detective, Detective Cho. Cho. <laughs> he, who knows? He might be a doctor. Okay. So. Uh, He's going to need one. All the murdered woman, <laughs> women had yes. three things in common. It was raining. They were all wearing red. Is that a the running theme? One. Well, the uh, this is a big point I want to. That's the biggest point I want to make. So they, the whole movie, it feels like they're Sorry, giving. What us, were the three points though? You okay, it's raining. It's they're wearing red and it's playing the song. Thank you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So radio, red, rain. The three R's. Um, That's actually good. <laughs> and so the detectives are fixated on that, especially City Boy Detective, who really thinks he has his shit cracked. Right. And that's my big thing. Is it? I don't. There's the third suspect. 
uh, what is his name? Is it up there? Yeah, Park Park, Park, Park Young Yu. Young Yu. Yeah. Okay, so we're led to believe it's a young kid who started working at the factory where most of the murders are kind of in proximity to around the time the first woman was found. Mm-hmm. And he's got soft hands. And he wrote the postcard to the radio station, which it takes an infuriating long time to fucking figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and a comical amount of time to deal yeah. with an, a disorganized mm-hmm. radio station. <laughs> Everything's disorganized in this <laughs> fucking town. <laughs> um, but everything is pointing to him, mm-hmm. right? And then the the final murder happens. And it's one of the young girls, like Paul Damien was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking heartbreaking especially because fucking detective park's wife or soon-to-be wife was walking like right ahead of her i thought she was gonna yeah exactly i mean where we were meant um when we're seeing her be obviously be the initial victim i was like oh man that's fucked like we've seen like why i I was bummed he was gonna get the one good really good thing he had going Mm -hmm. you know taken away from him but it's such a swap to then you know obviously he would pick the younger girl because she would be the easier victim you know and so i mean i i can't imagine you don't recognize the girl yes you did right away yeah okay so see i didn't get it until the full reveal that it was yeah you know for sure that it was definitely her because i was like questioning but i was like yeah the detective detective so had spoken to her twice now Mm -hmm. once in the Mm -hmm. rain in that little shed that i was talking about and then he also that's such a weird camera angle we get for that whole yeah (laughs) i thought it was cool because it 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 was like a fucking crtv or Mm -hmm. whatever um, but yeah, no, and then he goes to the school. Do you not remember why he goes to the school? To ask her school. about the story with the right with the, the underground, outhouse. the underground outhouse. Okay, that's which right. I love that scene where he's like snooping around, and that woman gets all fucking pissed off. <laughs> like, what the fuck? A little girl tells you a story, and now you're snooping around women's bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Come on! And then, and then that's actually how they find the survivor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it does, it does. It does. It does pay off. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so it's that same girl that he talks to there. She gets a boo boo because she slid down the. <laughs> slide and a pebble like scratched her yeah yeah, but it's like a perfect circle i don't know it doesn't matter (laughs) all i'm trying to say is the final murder happens and it's the little girl she's not wearing red it's not raining and so that means the radio station is not playing the rainy song and so all i'm trying to say is this movie does a beautiful thing where it's like everything we think we know isn't true they were following clues that they thought were clues, but could have just been coincidences. Like epic coincidences. Yes. <laughs> just grand coincidence. Because you said the real life murderer did 14 women. There could be more missing women that were died that weren't wearing red, that what didn't die during the rain. You know what I mean? So they're just not even connecting them to this. You know, right. they're too fixated on the things they think they know exactly. and not the realities of what could potentially be going on. And so, so this that's what makes this movie fucking skyrocket up my list is the fact that suddenly all this shit hits and it's not at all what you wanted or expected Mm -hmm. so real quick i wanted to talk about the actual killer okay um so there's a potential of over 45 victims holy shit so he confessed to 30 30 rapes oh shit um 14 confessed murders and then one convicted murder so like uh kenny was talking to us earlier that this guy um had didn't the statute of limitations had passed for right. the majority of these cases. He actually got convicted and caught because he killed his sister in law. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? That and he is. got twenty twenty years for that and he has a chance for parole. Jesus Christ. What is this, yeah. America? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they would have given him four. 
But yeah, so and like Paul Damien was talking on earlier, this is the point where, you know, it's once that, you know, Hyung Yu is introduced that our two characters really or it's basically once the, the, the previous mm-hmm. you know, uh suspect is uh proven innocent that we see Park truly give up on his shaman ways and be like, I I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Everything right. I've been doing up to this point has been dog shit. You know, and then we have So so who is like it's this fucking kid i don't give a fuck what anybody says yeah. it's this it fucking kid and i will do anything i have to to prove that it's him and it's Which such is, a complete flip-flop of where they were at you know? yeah because he like you said earlier he constantly talks about like documents don't lie and then he gets that final document and he's like this is a fucking lie this is ridiculous it's got to be that was a lie so dope because like this movie is for koreans it came out in korea and mm-hmm. so it shows the jarbled nonsense you know what i mean and and it's not until it shows because like it's english yeah and i'm I'm sure most of them can read english but it's not until it shows it the second time that it has to spell it out in korean across the page like inconclusive yeah and dna does not match is it's not even a negative it's not even saying it's definitely not this guy it's saying that the dnas don't match just enough it's we can't conclusively say it is or isn't him and that just fucking fits the fucking whole movie as such a whole of like it could still be him this is just an inconclusive test it's not blatantly saying it's not it's not you know it's not a negative (laughs) that's so funny because it's almost like we're on opposite ends here because i am on the side of detective park where like i just liked him Mm -hmm. but not in the point where i'm like i'm really willing to convict anybody Mm. but i'm also like kind of against detective soul where i'm like i don't think that was him yeah i even with everything the movie showed us i don't think what is his name uh park hung yeah hung hung you i don't think he did it I don't think he was it. Um, I think he was. You think so? Well, just because of the way he was portrayed mm-hmm. in it. The like lack in, of empathy. The, yeah, the lack of empathy showed. and the fact that he was so ready to fuck with the cops. Oh, you that's, know what I that's mean? a good call. And just be against them. Um, but at, at the very end, I thought so when he shot and they ricocheted, I thought he killed him. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, he was on I the think floor, the movie and that was led so you to good. believe that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it's also a good call that you would fucking dive to the fucking yeah. ground if someone's shooting at you. <laughs> Um, do you think no, the m- it's not even me saying that i still th- definitely think he is the killer it's the me saying it's, that it's it, more it, beautiful it, the, the fact that it's inconclusive mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. still completely open-ended it's not yes. it's not leaning one way or the other it's perfect it's perfectly in the middle of like it still could be but this also says it's probably not so you don't really know where to land and that's this entire movie yeah you know for sure um and i think it's i I fucking love those shots from through the train tunnel with them you know at the end and i think that's the kind of the imagery i'd seen from this movie before because i think that's kind of the most like one of the most iconic visuals of it um and i just it's such an impactful you know and because i would call the final ending more like an epilogue you know where i feel like that's like the ending of the movie i thought the actual and like the full ending were so yeah let's talk about it the epilogue detective park I'm not even call it the epilogue. Yeah. That's the ending <laughs> That's of the, the movie. Ending. Yeah. Um, Detective Park is uh, out of the detective business. Yeah, so he's yeah. he's making like printers or some sh- shit. He works for a company that they have all those boxes. Do you he's, know what he's it is? Just like Shrek. I think you it, know? it was like he's left his ogre lifestyle behind and has moved on to being a family man. You know, right? So yeah. just like Shrek one, he's gone from the full transition of like so he's someone who just you know doesn't really want he's a, now any the responsibilities far, far away. to now yeah. Uh, yeah you know a man with a plan and just like in Shrek Forever After, his son won't stop fucking playing computer games exactly dude 
I fucking love computer games. <laughs> <laughs> at least he's good at them. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, uh, so we see him as a family man. He's selling juicers. That's oh, really juicers. What it is. That's what it was. Yes. Okay. And so he's on the phone and he asks his driver to pull over for a moment because he's looking out the window. And he goes out and it's the dusty field in between. Victim uh, number one. In between the 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 fields. And so he goes down into the little ditch, the little levee right there. It's not a levee. It's just a little yeah. like moat. And he looks under where the first victim was found because it's under like these yeah. flat cinder block. Kind it's of like things. an irrigation mm-hmm. you yeah. know, tunnel. And so he's just looking down there and he's just kind of basking in the memory. And that's when he meets a little girl that who happens to be walking by. And she's like, what are you looking at? What's down there? And he's like, nothing. They're, you know, I don't even remember the right dialogue, mm-hmm. but he's like, once something there was down here, you know? And, and she's like, that's so weird because I saw someone looking down there before about a month ago. And he's like, what did he look like? You know? And she's like, I don't know, normal, ordinary. ordinary yeah. And that's the fucking end of the movie. It just shows fucking Park look directly into the camera. And that's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. As she, as she even says something like he he talked about like remembering something doing something he did here. there a long yes. time ago yeah it's like fuck just but you're right just seeing his face mm-hmm. as it pans out is just phenomenal what if it was just the little kid that mocked the cop and it was just that guy and he's like god remember when i mocked that cop here that one time <laughs> <laughs> so exactly it's it. not even necessarily the killer that yeah. she met you know yeah. everything in this movie is fucking about as open-ended as it gets in the fucking best kind of way and i you know knowing that you know you're looking into it and you know the fact that the you know they, they people think that because the killer hadn't been found mm-hmm. that that was you know the ending is kind of bong joon ho's way of like looking at ev- the world and being like i know you're out there motherfucker and one yeah. day we're gonna find you and i'm like that's kind of you know maybe a more literal way to take that but i fucking love the ending of just like every, you being in just as awe of him of like what the fuck you know yeah. <laughs> no i think it's incredible um i'm goo goo gaga over this film man uh yeah i mean it starts raining the day that they find the last victim it doesn't mm-hmm. even rain the night it rains after the fact yeah and i think it's just and you don't hear the song and she is oh. she is wearing red. It's under the band aid. Oh, it's the scratch. <laughs> God damn it! Fuck you. Oh, there's two instances where either someone gets hit by a train or almost gets hit by a train. Oh yeah, oh, what the fuck, God, dude? <laughs> what I the was fuck? so upset. I know. I was pretty bummed out about that too. Yeah, the mentally handicapped boy, Quan uh, Ho. Yeah, he gets hit by a train, and Detective Park gets splattered with the blood. I really thought he was gonna save him in time. I didn't know what the fuck to expect. Well, so I think because he was so traumatized by that that scene, that's probably why he ended up having the foresight to be able to just fucking do it the next time at the end of the movie when fucking Detective So is beating the shit out of fucking yeah. Wa- yeah. final final culprit. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yan Yu, Yan Yu. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's this movie fucking rules. The fucking the DNA paperwork gets run over by the fucking 
train train so it becomes irrelevant the ricochets of the bullets is beautiful the anxiety of having to wait for the information from america i thought yeah. was oh done my so gosh. well you know yes. like the stress because yeah, they don't like, have the technology to do it in korea we mm-hmm, forgot to say that and so they have to ship it off to america and the entire time i was like well how the fuck long is that gonna take <laughs> no, i really think that was something that really made this interesting or this movie like interesting and unique to us mm-hmm. as american watchers is i've talked on it before is you know the lack of technology and the lack of weapons because mm-hmm. Once again, anything American, every cop's going to have a gun. You know yeah. what I mean? Every villain, or you know, most villains are going to have a gun. So to only have one police officer pull out a gun in the entire... Because I didn't even expect it. By the time one was finally being pulled out, I was like, holy shit, there's a gun. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's got a gun. He's got a gun. <laughs> I will see you. <laughs> that was not right. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, the lack of technology plays such a vital role in this entire movie because yeah. of the lack of, you know, DNA, the lack of being able to like block, barricade off these crime scenes appropriately yeah. and have the, you know, people there when they need them. It's all, you know, it all plays such a pivotal role in what makes this movie run the way it does and makes it a uh, fresh, mm-hmm. you know, watch for us. I definitely think. Yeah, for sure. So, no, for sure. That's, that's a good point. Um, there is one thing I wanted to talk about. It's gone now. Holy shit. <laughs> Come on, get your game on. Go play. Jesus. I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. It's a good movie, though, huh? Oh. So, Parasite is being remade. What? Really? Yes. By him? Mm, Bong Joon-ho is in, like, he's, like, show running it. It's going to be a TV show. They announced this when... Parasite won the the Academy Award, um, and I believe Mark Ruffalo is going to play. Um, oh, so it's an American version, yes. is what you mean? That makes sense. Okay. So uh, we don't know how that's going to look. I think it was either at HBO or Hulu. Good I for can him. assume it's Hulu because Parasite is like almost indefinitely on Hulu right now. Um, but no, I mean a very similar film. This because like morals and and all kinds of shit are out the window in parasite um what if how would you guys feel if it was announced that here in america they were remaking this movie i'd be all about it you would i would this movie actually yes Mm. but once again i i would fear that the elements that i just talked about would tamper with the ability to tell the story exactly the same way because it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't be able to run the same you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like there would be more guns. Yeah. There'd be more there would not only be more guns, there I don't it, think I would like it. Even said in the eighties, we still had more technology yeah. available to us here, you know, that would have made it much harder to be this criminal than it would be. You just gonna see um afros and parachute pants everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's the seventies. I know um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I could think of at the time. <laughs> um so I mean this how do you guys feel about this movie being Compared to Zodiac by David, is it Fincher? Yeah, it is David Fincher, right? Yeah. I mean, they that I get it because they are mm-hmm. very similar murder cases, and the fact that it was someone who managed to do things directly. I mean, supposedly do things directly in the public eye, you mm-hmm. know, and have such a methodical method of murder. It that, is Fincher, sorry. That was still completely you know, uncatchable in right. that way. You know, the Zodiac Killer, I think, is just is like our. It's like our American version of this situation in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, it's crazy because yeah, they call him the Korean uh, Ted Cruz. To compare the <laughs> to compare the two movies, I don't know if I would necessarily because 
Zodiac is so much more grandiose in some ways yeah. because there's like 10 characters to like give a shit about and there's like s- multiple diverging stories in that movie. Yeah, you have to care I about, think like, it's more like three characters and two stories. Yeah. You think that's how Ted Cruz became a politician? <laughs> it was yeah. his dad. His oh. dad was the Zodiac killer, Paul Damon. Get it? No, Ted Roy, Cruz is the Zodiac killer. No. It was Teb Cruz. <laughs> his dad. Teb. Teb? Tobias. Wrong. Tobias. Tobias Cruz. <laughs> They're elder it. gods. Um, yeah, no, uh, let's rate this movie. Um, do you want me to go first? I mean, yeah, I'll go yeah. first. Okay, Paul Damon, you go first. Gosh. Hurry up. Shit. I'll give it um I give it a four point three. I really fucking love this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, this is my new favorite movie from Bong Joon Ho. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've seen most of them. You've seen The Host. You've seen Snowpiercer. You've seen Parasite. Yes, and those are also all really good movies. If mm-hmm. y'all haven't seen any of those, well, Snowpiercer is all right. It's a good movie, but it's all right. Okay. Um, but if you haven't seen any of those other ones, please go watch it. Especially The Host. Uh, I. That's my second favorite movie from him. Um, but this movie had so many strange dynamics that I just wasn't used to. Yeah. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much, you know. Um, and like I spoke on before, I actually really love the whole fact that they give you a resolution that you might not have wanted, but is mm-hmm. good. And then they take that away. Yeah. Because you don't know what's going to happen next with that character. You don't know if he's going to go back to his family. Like just, in reality? Yeah. And or or, or even in yeah. the fiction, yeah, and like go back to his family and be like, I why well, now I gotta live with this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, on my new business, or if he's gonna be like, I'm gonna try to be a cop again, yeah, and do this. And I just love all the amb- ambiguity that they have throughout the entire movie, yeah. it just keeps you guessing in it, it makes you do a lot of the work, and I think that's just awesome, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this movie a 4.6. Dang. Okay. That's okay. the highest I've given Definitely. anything so far. Mm-hmm. And it's because this it's movie... Like, hey, there will be blood. <laughs> yeah. And it's because this movie fucking rules. It plays, so, like you were saying, so many unexpected cards that don't really fit, and it works regardless. Yes. And it's funny, it's um, subversive, it's... Uh, constantly butting its own head against itself and it the soundtrack is fucking incredible oh my god and the fucking cinematography all at the same time is fucking gorgeous like i said there's a whole video on youtube about how gorgeous this fucking movie is while delving exactly like a very dark horrible murder story and still keeping it light enough to be funny at times Mm -hmm. and you know uh just very uh, engaging. We didn't even talk about Detective Cho having to get his leg amputated we and how talk about fucking Detective wrenching Cho. that scene was for and, Detective Park. And in a way, from it, tetanus. It's such yeah. a. It's such a. Um, for me, it's like you. It's you refuse to change, and life is gonna you know punish you for it. And he's like yeah. the one character we like refuse to change their ways throughout this whole film. He's just he's just a kicking. He's just yep. a kicker. I will kick her on the board because that's all he does this entire and movie. And now he can't kick. And now he literally got Holy shit. He got his entire <laughs> he changed. Oh. He got his entire character trait forcibly taken from him. <laughs> so wow. No, that shit was kind of that shit was rough and just yeah. you fucker. <laughs> like that was all I had to say to him in the mm-hmm. moment. Um but yeah, so for me I'm going to give it a 4.4 4 for all the things Wonderful. we've said bef- mm. before. Yeah. Mm. I get it. I get the joke. Mm. Thank you. Anyway. 4.4 because of what we said before. Exactly. 
So it's a wait, good movie. What? No, yeah. I really I was blown away by how much I ended up loving this movie by the end of it, considering mm-hmm. how much I was worried at the start of it and the fact that I had to once again watch it multiple times. So that's just fucking great cinematography when you can build a movie like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? To start off feeling juvenile like the start and then feel so complex and insane by the end of it. You know, that's a crazy I I feel like he is a tightrope walker of a director he takes these difficult intricate ideas and puts them out there perfectly you know do you think the language being korean and us having to read it all do you think that helps the humor because it's almost like it's we're having to be detached from the reality it's trying to already cook with its its language or do you think if he were to direct which he does he has direct in english direct actors who speak english that kind of humor still would have transferred because we haven't Definitely. you and i haven't seen snowpiercer we don't know if there's a lot of this same kind of like, is there would you say there's funny points in snowpiercer that you, you um, it's been a while since you've seen it yeah it's been a while uh the the movie takes a lot of really serious undertones um okay especially when they talk about like soylent green i have to like believe <laughs> just from seeing paradise and or paradise <laughs> parasite. parasite and this <laughs> that i mean that to have two movies that 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 soft level of humor obviously landed, it must be something intentional that he yeah. can do right. You know, I if it would have been just the humor would have been in this movie like that, then I'd be like, maybe it was an accidental. Exactly, the I lot, don't think it was accidental, but like loss in translation. You know, we're able to take it as like funny because like maybe if it was in english it would be disarming we're like oh no this is the wrong movie to do be doing a joke like that you know what i mean yeah i see what you're saying Um, so yeah i don't think it's i believe that even in like an english setting he could get those nuances right yeah i I, I feel like if it was an an american director i don't feel like they would do as good of a job making this kind of film just but i I feel like he could do it like doing it um, I don't think in this English. film. I, I would be worried actually to, if they announced to they a remake this, especially Americanized, because there's just you're right. There's too many elements that would. You're going back on what you said. I am going back. on You can't do that. I did. Oh, there's no. just too many elements that would affect. Effect. I don't think yeah. the story mm-hmm. could be made quite yeah, like this again. Because yeah. the thing is, is, being a serial killer could never be the way it was in the '80s ever again. You know, it was, that um, was the that was the time to serial kill. And it is gone. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Too many cameras now. Yeah, it's a dead, for, it's a dead genre. For people <laughs> who have seen this movie and listened to this podcast, um, and that are aching for more similars, obviously go watch Parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Damien says go watch The Host. Yes. I say also go watch Zodiac and Snowpiercer, the yes. first season of True Detective. Oh yeah. So yeah, you still have plenty of stuff that kind of rings around this same kind of idea. And so yeah, mm-hmm. go check those out. Um, next week. We're going to be talking about Dune, directed by Denny uh, Villeneuve. I think it's Dunny, but I'm going to call him Denny. Denny. Oh, that's the name of the movie, Dunny? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's Dunny. Dune by Dunny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also going to be watching the David Lynch uh, 80s film. I think I will also oh, okay. rewatch the David they're Lynch both, 80s film. At the time of recording this, they're both going to be on HBO. So, yes. Paul, oh. I mean, you'll be able to watch both Fair of them if you want. Yeah. Um, so yeah, come back next week. It's going to be a blast. I'm fucking excited for it. So we will see y'all then, or we will see you on another time. Bye. Bye. Freaking bye, guys. Get out of here. Lizard shit. Fuck.